Magandang uh, araw pong muli sa inyong mga kababayan. I hope that uh, this podcast, second episode, will find you well. And I pray that uh, God will always keep you in His Word. And I would like to uh, thank you for for uh, participating in this uh, study of the Word of God, in this podcast, Energetic, Living an Energetic Word Podcast. Nais ko lamang pong uh, gumawa ng announcement. Kung meron po kayong mga katanungan, if you have questions, you can email me at livingandenergeticword at gmail.com livingandenergeticword at gmail.com One word po yung living and energetic word. So, livingandenergeticword at gmail.com You can use that to uh, send me questions or topics that you may want me to address. And if we have enough questions, actually, I may even devote one podcast just uh, for answering questions. But for now, nung nakaraan po, we discussed the topic of uh, evidence and substance. I would like to uh, follow up on that uh, a little bit. Now, let's go to understanding faith or understanding what faith is. Para po, uh, we are on the same page in terms of uh, discussing the subject of faith. <clears throat> now, our age today or our generation has been dubbed as a faithless generation. In fact, uh, Jesus lamented that. He said, oh, faithless generation. So our age today is the same. Nakakita po tayo kung paanong ang ating henerasyon is uh, we lost our faith in God. Meron po akong mga nakatagpong mga lumaki sa sambahayan ng Kristiyano. And then, walang, walang uh, kadahidahilan. And the reason why I said it's because there is absolutely no reason. They just wake up one day and say, I'm no longer a believer. In fact, I know some people whose uh, parents are in the ministry. And yet, they profess they are already atheists or agnostics. So we can say that this generation that we are living in right now have actually replaced God with something else. Yung pong difficulty today is actually in the subject of believing. Faith is believing. Look at our political process today. It is filled with things that causes one to lose faith in the process. Dahil marami pong mga politician na nangangako during the campaign but then kapag nailik na, nakalimutan na o kaya kung ano-anong kadahilanan na ang ibinibigay. Ganun din po sa ating mga magulang. Maraming mga magulang nangangako sa mga anak, subalit hindi po nila tinutupad o wala silang intensyon na tuparin ang kanilang mga pangako. Kaya po, nahihirapan na ang mga bagong henerasyon na maniwala o manampataya sa salita na kanilang napapahinggan. Ganun din po sa relihiyon. Maraming pong tao ang nawawalan ng panampataya sa sa religion. Halimbawa, ito pong ating pangulong si Pangulong Duterte, pag kanyang binabatikos yung Catholic Church. I am not saying it's right. I am not saying it's wrong. What I'm saying is, sabi niyang ganun, kilala daw niya yung mga anak ng mga obispo. So, kapag alam mo na yung halimbawa, leader ng ng isang relihiyon ay nagtuturo na kay mamuhay ng tama, subalit ang liderato ay iba ang pinamumuhay, 
abay nakakawala po ito ng pananampalataya. So, the growth of unbelief I sense has something to do with how the Christians are losing integrity. They are becoming more and more unbelievable. That is the Christians. It is largely caused by the absence of lifestyle to the faith professed. Ibig sabihin, iba yung ipinamumuhay sa itinuturo o sinasabing pinapanampalatayaan. Let's start with the following passages. This will be our initial thoughts for consideration. Dito po sa Mark 11.21, New King James Version. <clears throat> and Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God. For assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and be cast into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things, he says, will be done, he will have whatever he says will be done. <clears throat> he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, and you will have them. Ang sinasay po ito ni Kristo, have faith in God. Ito pong passage na to ay binibigyang diin yung kahalagahan ng pananampalataya. Believing is in the heart. Therefore, it requires heart conviction o yung conviction sa puso. Hindi lang po yung mental assent o yung pag-agree o pagsang-ayon sa isip. Ito po ang dahilan kung bakit ang mga panalangin ay sinasagot ng Panginoon. Because God honors those who believe Him. Sa Romans 10.17 po, binanggit po natin yan ng ating nakaraang podcast. So then, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Again, hearing is listening and doing or, or, or believing and acting on it. Paul is uh, talking here about the mechanics of preaching and the call to preach. Isaiah was quoted before, quoted before the above verse in reference to the hardened heart response of Israel to a message. Dahil po ng kapanahon ni Isaiah ay uh, tumigas na po ang puso ng mga Israelita at hindi na tiyatanggap ang mensahe. Subalit binabanggit po doon na ang panampataya ay nanggagaling sa pahikinig. Tandaan po natin noong araw, wala pong uh, personal Bible ang mga manampataya dahil hindi nga lahat marunong bumasa. Hindi rin lahat marunong magsulat. Karamihan ng mga tao noong araw, hindi marunong bumasa at hindi marunong magsulat. Kaya po yung ang panampataya ay dumarating sa pakikinig. Ito po yung pag nagtitipon-tipon ang mga manampataya. Halimbawa ang mga hudyo sa mga sinagoga o kaya sa templo, ang mga kristyano, kung saan man sila nagtitipon-tipon. Kaya nga, mabilis na ma, 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 sinasabi po ng Biblia, do not forsake the gathering of the assemblies. Why? Dahil po, during the assemblies lamang, idinideclare at nagpapahinggan ang salta ng Diyos ng mga manampalataya. At ito po ang kanilang pinag-iisipan o pinagmumuni-munihan sa buong linggo. Hanggang sa susunod silang magtagpo-tagpo. Kaya po ang panampataya ay dumating sa paikinig ng salita ng Diyos. 
saipong ganun ngayon ng mga manampalataya ngayon, well, kami meron ng pag-aari ng mga Biblia. Meron kami mga mga personal copies at iba't iba pang version. I'll tell you this. In my experience and observation, a lot of Christians actually don't read their Bible every day. Now, I am a pastor. And I'll tell you this, even among my leaders, every time I go to church, I will walk around the congregation most of the time because I, I pray that way. And I will find Bibles of my members left in the seats. At hindi po nila ito namimiss. Dahil hindi naman nila binabasa. Kaya nga po, mahalaga na sa mga churches, bigyan po natin ng diin ang pagbabasa ng Biblia. Subalit, kapag tayo po'y nagtitipon-tipon, ang nangyayari po ang banal na Espiritu ay sumasa atin at uh, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in their midst. Ang Panginoon po ay, ay uh, sumasali sa ating mga pagtitipon-tipon kaya meron tayong mga revelation. Now, uh, ang nangyari din po, for over 100 years, for over a century now, meron pong mga school of thoughts. Actually, they are critical schools that has now made most of our institutions anti-Bible, therefore anti-faith. Meron nga pong mga seminaryo na hindi na po nagtuturo na ang Bible ay salata ng Diyos. Nagsimula na po silang magturo na the Bible contains the Word of God. And then, nasabihin din po nilang ganon, the Bible is only inspired in its autograph form. Yung pong actual na sinulat ng mga nagsulat. Well, the problem is there is no autograph found. Nung pong sabihin po ng Biblia na sabihin ni Pablo na all scriptures are inspired by God, the copy of the scriptures that Paul owns or have are actually manuscripts. Wala na po yung mga, ano, yung mga autographs. Ngayon po, faith is believing with conviction to the faith of forsaking all to embrace that which is believed. Doon nyo po malalaman na kayo nga ay mayroong panampalataya. Hindi nyo po ba napupuna? Pag pinapaniwalaan yung isang bagay, you embrace it and you run with it. Look, Abraham believed and forsook all. He forsook his land, he forsook his family, his business partners, his friends, and at the end, even his son, si Isaac, nung sabihin po ng Panginoon na sacrifice your son, he has to forsake his son. And ito po ang picture ng nangyari between God the Father and God the Son. That's why Jesus said, Why have you forsaken me? He felt forsaken. Because Abraham forsook Isaac. The same is true when it comes to unbelief. The sin of unbelief is not just not believing. It is not believing what God said through those whom He sent or through the Scriptures. Dito po sa John chapter 3, verse 18. He who believes in Him is not condemned. But he who does not believe is condemned already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. Isalarawan po natin yun. Halimbawa, kung tayo nag-uusap-usap, pag meron kayong binanggit sa akin at hindi ko ito pinaniwalaan, hindi po ako nagkasala. Halimbawa, sabi niyo gano'n eh, itong, uh, 
itong uh, restaurant na ito, ito ang pinakamagaling gumawa ng pansit. Pag sinabi ko sa inyong, I don't believe you, hindi po ako nagkasala. Dahil tao lang kayo eh. At pwedeng mali ang inyong panlasa. Subalit, pag ang isang bagay ay nakasulat sa Biblia, sa salita ng Diyos, at ito ay hindi ko pinaniwalaan, ako po'y nagkakasala. Now, one of the problems that is now made public in modern-day politics is not in knowing that we will be attacked. Okay? It is in knowing that we will be attacked and we don't act on the information. Kaya nga po ito ang nakakalungkot sa news at saka sa politics. Dahil kumisan yung mga mamamayan, alam nila na mayroong problema. Yung mga politician, hindi tiyatanggap ni mayroong problema. Halimbawa, sa ating bansa, yung corruption. Alam na mga mamamayan na may mga corruption. Makinig po kayo sa mga politiko. Alam din daw nila na may corruption. Pero wala namang ginagawa. Ibig sabihin, if you believe there is corruption, you do something about it. If you are not doing something about it, then you are not fully persuaded it is there. Okay? Or you are just fooling yourself. It is on not acting on the information that is really bothersome. Kaya nga po, alam ng, alam ng mga kristyano na mayroong impyerno at mayroong langit, They are not acting on it. On the 60s, meron pong uh, in-interview isang communist. In-interview siya ng isang Christian journalist. Ang sahip pong gano'n ng uh, communist, you know the Christian gospel is more powerful than the communist gospel. But the communist gospel will win. Sahip pong gano'n ng Christian, Christian journalist, paano mo nasabi yan? Sabi niya kasi, if I believe there is hell, I will, I will walk through the fire and broken glasses to tell my friends on the other side that there is hell. Sabi niya, the problem is this, Christians are not willing to do it. Kasi nakita po ng komunistang to yung lifestyle ng mga Kristiyano. At sabi niya pong ganun, they don't live convinced that there is hell. Halimbawa, meron po mga Kristiyano nagkukumit ng adultery, nag-a-idolatry, tapos pabanjing-banjing lang. Abay, pag nakita po yan ng mga hindi naniniwala, sabihin gano'n, eh wala palang kaibahan eh. Dahil wala pong lifestyle corresponding to what you believe. Another thing that I would like to consider are the characters in Bible stories, specifically the heroes of faith. Now, keep in mind, these people in Hebrews 11, for example, they are not supermen. The Bible teaches us that we must become what God wants us to be. In fact, that is the purpose of discipline to make us to help us become what we are intended to be superhuman or superman have no room in this discussion the reason why we are discussing this is because we recognize our imperfections and god recognized them also while telling us that we can be like him while maintaining humanity okay Hindi po porke meron kayong may pananampalataya ay nagiging superhuman na po kayo. Pag tayo po'y nag-operate sa pananampalataya, actually we are just becoming what God really wants us to be. I will explain it more as I progress, okay? Ito po ang problema. Alam po natin na kinakailangan ang pananampalataya to please God. 
para masagot ang ating mga panalangin o para matanggap ang mga pagpapala at pangako na nakalagay sa Biblia. But we always question our faith or the lack thereof. So, it seems to me that at times, faith seems very elusive. Now, napuna ko po na yung mga tao na nagsisimulang tanungin yung paksa ng panampataya, they also start ignoring the Bible. In fact, meron po akong mga nakausap na sabi ng God, well, I am making my own search now. You know, they are not making any search. Napupunta ko po na yung mga Kristiyano na nagsisimulang magkasala o ma-trap ng kasalanan, hindi na dumadalo sa mga gawain, hindi na nagbibasa ng Biblia. At sabi nila, I am searching. Well, actually, they are not searching. They are actually living in sin. We also demonstrate that we have faith. Okay? Because, but our faith is focused elsewhere. Halimbawa, pag sinabi mong, well, I don't, I, don't, I don't believe in God. Well, what do you believe now? Well, I don't believe in anything. Actually, you believe something. Kaya mo sinasabi yan, meron kang napahinggan ma- marahil na, katung- na, na ganyan ang sinasabi at naniniwala ka sa kanilang sinasabi. Ibig sabihin, you believe in the words of man or sometimes we believe in the words of organizations, our bosses, more than we believe in the word of God. Halimbawa, sabi nga ng mga, ng mga boss natin, o sige, pag ikaw ay uh, nagpumilit na hindi ka magtatrabaho ng linggo, ay uh, tatanggalin kita sa trabaho. And we believe them, okay? We believe them, that's why, okay, okay, boss, kahit na hindi ako dumalo ng iglesia ng sampung taon, basta may trabaho lang ako. Because you believe your boss. E ang nakalagay sa Bible, God will provide. And the Bible says, do not forsake the gathering of the assemblies together, as some men already have. At maraya na pong warning na nakalagay doon. At nakalagay rin po, nakalagay rin po sa Biblia, halimbawa sa, sa lumang tipan, na kapag inyong pinarangalan o inonor ang Sabbath, God will bless you on the sixth day double. But now you have a choice. Are you going to believe your boss are you, or are you going to believe the Word of God? Kaya ang nangyayari, pinapaniwalaan natin yung, yung salita ng tao ng higit pa sa salita ng Diyos. Para yung mga magulang, makarelate kayo dito. Sabi sa inyo sa inyong anak, Anak, uh, magsumikap ka sa pag-aaral, huwag kang bulakbol. At gawin mo agad yung inyong mga homework. Eh merong kaibigang si Raulo. Sabi nga, huwag mong paniwalaan yung mga magulang mo. Isi-isi lang tayo, party tayo, mag-drugs tayo. So, kinalimutan mo yung sinasabi ng magulang mo. Ibig sabihin, mas pinaniwalaan mo yung salitang kalokohan ng mga kaibigan mo. At, at uh, tumalikod ka sa paniniwala sa inyong mga magulang. Ibig sabihin, you always believe. The question is, where do you focus, focus your faith? We also demonstrate that we have faith. But this is again focused on something else. Now, let's talk about words. We are one with our words. Some people are undermining it today. But unless we are one with our words, we become unreliable and unbelievable people. Yung pong ating salita ay dapat nating panindigan. The world actually moves through words. Halimbawa, declaration. Pag sinabi halimbawa ng Pangulo, lockdown, 
ano nangyari? Lockdown. Di ba? Pag sinabing ka ng batas, pag nag-overspeed ka, ticket, o may pulis, di ticket ka. Okay? At ang mga utos, sabi ng, ng boss mo, gawin mo to, di kinawa mo. You are, you are moving by their words. Sabi mong ganoon, hindi ko susundin si boss. Sasabi ng, sasabi ng boss mo, pag hindi ka sumunod, sesante. So we move by their words. I believe that this process actually comes from God, from our Creator. God and His Word are one. Iisa po ang Diyos at ang Kanyang salita. If God, if God is not behind His words, if He is just do- joking, if He does not mean what He says, then there is no reliability in God. Now, the Bible tells us that God is His Word. He makes sure that He is behind His Word and that, uh, and that uh, His Word is behind Him. Kaya nga po, nakalagay po sa Biblia, dito sa Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 12, Then the Lord said to me, You have seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. Yung pong word na I am watching over my word to perform it. The first three, yung una pong uh, puno na nag-bloom during the spring is the almond tree. This is the first vision of Jeremiah. The moment the almond tree begin to bloom on the spring, the people of Israel are watching it. Oh, it's spring. Soon, the almond will bear almond nuts. Okay? Nakita nila yung almond tree, so they are watching it. Ito po yung, ito po yung lingguhay ginamit ng Panginoon sa Remias. No? Sabi niya, I am watching over my word to perform it. The moment God said His word, it's like the almond tree is blooming. And God is watching it. Watching His word bear fruit. Okay? Kaya nga po, pag ang Panginoon ay may binanggit na isang bagay, merong idineclare, God begin watching it because it is going to happen. God is like a businessman. His word is the foundation of everything. Siya po ay tumitindig sa kanyang salita. He backs it up. Like today, the moment our words mean nothing, chaos and confusion follows. Wala nang integrity. God knows this. That is why God always stands behind His word to perform it. He is not backing off from anything. He is not changing His mind. If God will change His mind on one thing, that is the end of it. We can no longer rely on Him. Faith will be lost. Kaya yung pong mga nagtuturo ng Biblia, bay, walang, walang pakundangan na sinasabing gano'n na wala nang himala at wala ng mga gifts of the Spirit after the second century. Wala po sa Biblia yon. Can you imagine if you believe that? Then God is walking away from His Word that is giving His Spirit and is giving His gifts. Now, if God backs away from that Word, who can tell that He did not back away from any of His words? Kaya nga po yung mga nagtuturo ng Biblia na ulaos na to, wala ng gifts of the Spirit, wala ng miracles. Abay, mag-ingat-ingat po kayo ba? Dahil ang ibig yung sabihin ay God backs off from His Word. Well, if He can back off from that Word, then He also can back off from other words. Kaya nga, the Word of the Lord is eternal and God doesn't change His mind. Otherwise, faith will be lost. That is why faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Kaya nga po, pag meron kayong pag-aalinlangan, konsultahin niyo, niyo po ang Biblia. 
lying, deceit, dishonesty, these are badges of the world. Ito po yung sanlibutan. We see these manifestations in everything, business, politics, foreign relations. The world is eavesdropping on everything. This causes unbelief. Diba? Kaya nga, bawal ang chisme sa Bibliya eh. Lack of integrity when it comes to words is the main cause of unbelief. Now, we have all the reason not to believe or put our trust in man and in princess. Why? Because man has lost integrity. Punahin niyo po, ultimo mga magulang, nangangako sa mga anak, hindi ginagawa. Hindi na wala ng integrity. Kaya nga nakakalungkot na yung mga magulang nagpupumilit sa mga anak. Maniwala kayo. Eh, you lost integrity already. Diba? Halimbawa, ngayon sa kasal, sa kasal, over 50% of marriages here in the US ends up in divorce. Abay, bakit mo pa sasabihin gano'n na till death do us part? At the back of your mind, naku, hanggang kailan kaya magtatagal tong kasal na to? Sa Pilipinas, gano'n din. Nasabihin ng mga misis, o oh, irog saan ka pupunta? Ay, meron lang trabaho. Yung pala, merong kirida. Eh, natukas ng misis. Tapos sasabihin nga ng mister, maniwala ka lang. Anong papaniwalaan niya? Yung kalokohan mo. Kasi tungalingan. Kaya nga po nawawala ng integrity. Okay? Sabi po sa John 8.44, You are of your father the devil and the desires of your father you want to do. He was a murderer from the beginning and does not stand in the truth when there is no truth in him. When he speaks a lie, he speaks from his own resources for he is a liar and the father of, and the father of it. Okay? Kaya po yung pagsisinungaling Galing sa di- Biblia Sasabihin niyo po ganun Eh paano sa mga church Sa mga pastor Ganun din po mga pastor Okay? Sabi ng pastor Okay? Ito na po ang huling talata At ako po yung magwawakas na Maya maya Eh meron pa palang isang talata Ano nangyari sa mga tao? Nag- nagtatawa na na lang Kasi alam nila Pag sinabi ni pastor Ito'y huling talata Nagsisinungaling siya Nagiging joke po We are no longer careful Kaya tigilan na po natin mga pastor yung ito'y huling talata. Kung hindi nyo tiyak dahil nagiging sinungaling tayo at hindi ka panipaniwala. Okay? Kaya po, mahalaga po sa atin na we watch over our words also like, like, like God. Because if we don't watch over our words, my goodness, there will be no reliability. Kaya nga po yung mga anak ko pag sasabihin sa akin, Papa, pwede bang ibili nyo sa akin to? Sabihin ko, yes. I always say yes. I don't tell them when. Okay? Now, I intend to keep my word and I do my best to keep my word and I really keep my word. But I don't tell them when. Bakit? Kapag sinabi mong ganto ang date at hindi mo natupad, we are no longer reliable. Kaya sabihin sa akin ng mga ano ko, Papa, pwedeng manood tayo ng sitting ngayong Martes? At sabihin ko gano'n sa kanila, Well, kung merong available na schedule at uh, uubra sa schedule nating lahat, at hindi ko pinangangako, but we'll do our best. Mas mainam na po yun kesa magsinungaling tayo. Nakalagay po rito sa Numbers 23.19, God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent, as he said, and he will not do, or has he spoken, and he will not make it good. Nung pong minsan, nagkaroon po kami ng misyon at naubusan kami ng pera sa church. Kaunti lang po ang pera. Deltiahan nung ko yung business manager ko dati, Okay, magmi-mission na tayo in one month. Make sure that we have money for mission. Sabi sa akin, Pastor, meron po. Abay, I think two weeks or one week before mission, sabi kong gano'n, in cash this much money, I will bring it for mission. Sabi, wala tayong pera. Ah, sabi kong akala ko may pera. Pastor, wala tayong pera eh. Sabi kong gano'n, anong gagawin natin ngayon? Sabi kong sa akin, Pastor, i-cancel mo na lang yung mission. 
Sabi ko, no, I cannot do that. Because I promised the Filipino preachers. They made their efforts to promote already. I have to keep my word. Kaya nga po, I went into missions in spite of and keep believing God and God provided. But I cannot just back off because I already said it. Kaya nga, sa Pilipinas, na makupunan yung mga pastor na dumadalo sa ating mga conferences doon with uh, Brother Willie, na we give our word. We'll do the following things. You do the following things. Now, mayroon pong mga ibang pinuntahan kami. They don't keep their word. And they want us to keep doing what we are doing. No, it's, it's, it's a partnership. This is the main reason for unbelief. Man is unprepared for God who cannot lie and cannot change. Okay? Sinabi sabi na halimbawa sa Biblia na homosexuality is an abomination unto the Lord. We don't want that. We, maraming tao ngayon gusto na magbago. Okay sila sa Diyos na nag, pwede ang pagiging bakla. Aba, hindi niyo po pwede baguhin ang Diyos. That's why God is reliable. Okay? Now, going back to the basics of faith foundation. We come to know Jesus through His Word. Ito po ang pundasyon ng panampalataya. Through His Word, Jesus began to introduce you to the Father and to the things of the Spirit. This is how maturity develops in a believer. On our part, we start acting on the Word of God. Kumisan, when we act on the Word of God, we are actually just testing it out. Because we are full of unbelief. Then after some time, this acting on the Word becomes a natural thing. Like the other natural things that you act on when listening to the words of men. Alimbawa, sabi po sa Biblia, by whose stripes we were healed. Abay, nung ako po nagsisimulang mananampalataya, mananampalataya, hirap po ako dito. But I keep believing it and keep confessing it until it becomes a natural part of my life. Ano ba minsan, tinatestify ko na nung bago kaming kasal ni Ann, sabi ni Ann na, sweetheart, gusto ko ng bahay. Between me and my wife po, my wife is the one who was very uh, adamant, adamant about having a house. Sabi ko sa mga ko, sure, I will join my faith with you. So I will drive my wife around the city of Chicago. As sabi ng miss ko, ah, gusto ko ng kanyang bahay. Sabi ko, sige, bibili tayo ng ganyan. No, I'm not telling my wife when. But I keep telling my wife, yeah, we will believe God for a house. Eh, dumating na po yung point na we, have, we own a house and then my wife wants to move to a better neighborhood para sa pag-aaral ng aking mga anak. We are living in a place called Edgebrook neighborhood, Forest Glen community. Uh, mahal po ang mga bahay dito. Sabi ng misis ko, Sweetheart, let's believe God for a house in Edgebrook. Sabi ko, sure. I'll join my faith with you. And I asked I ask God, I, I told the Lord, Lord, uh, me and my wife, we're joining our faith together. We're believing that you will give us a house in Edgebrook. So we we went around Edgebrook neighborhood. Abay, napakamamahal po ng bahay. Mga kalahating milyon. Yung iba, isang milyong dolyar. Abay, mahal talaga. So, ang misis ko napagod na po sa kakahanap ng bahay. One day, sabi ng miss ko sa akin, Sweetheart, doon na lang tayo sa ibang neighborhood, mas mura. Sabi ko, anong ibang mong sabihin? Kasi, napakamahal ng bahay sa Edsbrook, sweetheart. Hindi natin kaya. Sabi ko, wait, wait, sabi ko sa miss ko, 
Ano ibig sabihin hindi natin kaya? Ano bang kaya natin? Sabi ko, whatever we have, we receive it by faith. Tandaan niyo po nung kami po'y ikasalang misko, the only money that I have, I only have $167. And I married my wife. Okay? Because we believe it's about time for us to get married. So sabi ko sa misko, you, you mean, you want me to go to God and tell God, Lord, you cannot provide, so pwede ba sa Jefferson Park na lang? What am I telling God? Lord, hindi mo pala kayang bayaran yung bahay sa Edsbrook eh. And then I told my wife, Papado, pag halimbawa yung nakita mong bahay sa Jeff, sa Jeff Park, hindi mo rin kaya. Lilipat naman tayo sa iba. Sabi ko, teka, teka, I, I will not do that. If we, I already told God, we are believing for a house in Edgebrook. God has the money, God has the resources. Nagulat po yung misis ko. He never thought that way. Sabi niya, oo nga no. So, sabi ko, you better, you better know what you want. Sabi ko, I already asked the father for a house in Edgebrook. And I'm believing God for that. I'm not giving up on it. So God, my, my wife repented and we keep believing God. And you know what happened? We found not only a house, but a double lot house. Pag sinayin pong double lot, dalawang bahay ang pwedeng itayo roon. And it's very expensive. Not only did we find a double lot house, it was found in a forest preserve. Forest preserve is a very expensive property. At double lot. Ang nangyari po, yung bahay bubulok-bulok. Tapos mamamatay na yung may-ari. Ang nais na lang ng judge, yung guardian, ay eh, merong pambayad sa funeral. Yung, yung halaga po ng, ng lupa pa lang ay halos $400,000 na wala pang bahay. Nakuha po namin ng napakamura. $260,000. We got it. Well, because we did not give up. Okay? Now, some people don't even believe in their prayers. You are believing God for something, you don't actually believe it. Sabi mong ganoon, Lord, bigyan mo po ako ng mapapangasawang Kristiyano at uh, naglilingkod sa iyo. Eh, tumatanda ka ng kaunti. Panginoon, kahit hindi na Kristiyano, basta tao. Abay, hindi po ganyan. Isabihin, you don't even believe your prayers. You have to make sure that you believe it. Okay? So, if you want to grow in faith, you need to immerse yourself in the Word of God and act on it. Okay? Act on it. Halimbawa, yung tithing na binabanggit natin. Yung iba nagtatithe lang pagka mayroong sobra. Then you are not tithing. Because tithing is an act of faith. You don't give to God last. Tithing is, you make some money, the first 10% goes to God. Not the last. Pag halimbawa, binayaran mo muna yung mga utang mo, yung mga obligasyon mo, binili mo yung gusto mong bilhin. Pag may nasobra, ay may sobra, pwede nang pang tithe. That's not tithing even if it's 10%. Tithing is the first 10%. It's your best. Okay? And then you budget after that. Now, me and my wife, we give we give a minimum of 20% every month. 20%. We have been doing it forever and ever. you know. And the Lord has blessed us so much. That is an act of faith. Because now what we believe is, we, sabi ng ibang tao, we cannot afford to pay, to pay our tithes. Our belief is this, we cannot afford not to pay our tithes. Sapagat, asay po ng Biblia, I will open the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that no room can contain it. 
Okay? Now, I don't wanna miss that blessing. Okay? I don't wanna miss that blessing. Gustong-gusto po yung testimony ni Brother Willie pag, uh, pag karaw, end of the year, mag new new year. They, they reveal what, uh, how much they gave to the Lord. And there is no way they can give it with what He is making. Okay? That's a good testimony. And I'm blessed with it every time I hear it. You know? And, and, and at one time, my, 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 my son saw the amount of tithes we give to the church here. And my, my son looked, Whoa! Papa, Mama, you gave that much? And our answer is, we will give even more. Okay? Because the blessings of the Lord is so much. Our faith is on that word. Okay? Now, let's talk about the core of faith. Or the core for faith. Pwede ating sabihin na the root or the foundations of faith. What makes faith why it is? Okay? What makes faith, faith? Para bang when someone, uh, when you like someone uh, who is victorious or successful, we we ask the person, what makes you tick? Okay? This is what I'm talking about. I am convinced through observation and experience that everyone is born with or with the capacity to believe. Ito po ang tinatawag nating DNA. We are created with a DNA to believe. God created us with the capacity to believe. He is the God of faith. Making us, if He is the God of faith, making us creatures of faith. Therefore, sa makatawid, when we were created, we were created with the ability to believe. Okay? Wala pong taong sinisilang na walang kapasidad para manampalataya. We are born with the capacity to believe. Therefore, if our enemy wants to destroy us somehow, he needs to make us strangers to our DNA or our makeup. He needs to corrupt our faith or He needs to destroy our faith and replace it with unbelief. Halimbawa po, isalarawan natin yan. Look at our children as they grow up. They were born with faith. Alam niyo po ba na yung ang mga anak nyo pag sinabi nyo gano'n, ito ang gawin nyo. Sinusood nila yan. Ito ang sabi ng tatay ko. Ito ang sabi ng nanay ko. ba? They are really born with, with, with kainin mo yan, kakainin nila yan. Inumin mo yan, inumin nila yan. You know? In fact, pwede mong lasunin yung anak mo, kakainin nila yung lason. Because they believe you so much. Actually, it is the adults in their lives or their surroundings who deal them fatal blows with fatal blows on their faith. Kasi sabi ng, ng, ng nanay, ng tatay, anak, uh, mahal natin ang Diyos, okay? Wala magsisinungaling. Eh dumating yung kolektor ng utang. Anak, sabihin mo, wala kami rito. Abi, nagtataka yung anak. Abi, nandito yung nanay ko, tatay ko, bakit sabi nila wala sila rito? We are actually, sabi nga ng tatay, O oh, anak, mahal natin ang Panginoon. Yung tatay, panay kalokohan ang pinagagawa. O oh, anak, mabuhay ka ng maayos. Yung tatay, adulterer. We actually destroy the faith of our children. And sometimes, if churches are not teaching faith, they destroy the faith of the parishioners. 
Halimbawa, nakalagay sa Biblia, by whose stripes we were healed. Yung pastor nagtatalitalinuhan. Yung pala, ang daming kalokohang pinagtuturo. Sabing ganon, awalan yan, hindi na uso yan. Ang Diyos, hindi na nagpapagaling hanggang second century lang yan. Apay, wala sa Biblia yun. You just taught your people not to believe the Bible. Kaya nga mag-iingat po tayo yung mga pastor kumisan. Nagtuturo ng Bibila, panasabing ganyan, sinasabi sa Greek, sinasabi sa Hebrew, na hindi nga marunong magbasa ng Greek at saka Hebrew. Diba? Nabasa lang pala sa concordance. Multiple choice ang ginagawa sa definition. May mag-iingat po tayo sa ganyan. Ito po mga adult sa buhay ng mga kabataan ang nagtatanim ng pag-aalinlangan sa mga tao. So hanggang yung mga anak natin, hindi na naniniwala sa atin. Hanggang yung mga kongresyon, sabi ng pastor, Oh, God spoke to me. Tayo'y lilipat ng church. Mag-raise tayo ng pondo. Nag-raise ng pondo. Ang sabi ng Panginoon, tayo'y magkakaroon ng panibagong gusali. So nag-raise ng pondo, mga pledges. Eh after three months, walang pondo. Sabi nga, eh, hindi tayo makakabili, wala tayong pere. Akala ko ba yun ang sabi ng Panginoon? Eh, nagbago na ang isip ng Panginoon. Hindi kayo nagbigay. You see, this is the fallacy. Now, I'm saying this from experience. Now, I, I have told you this in my last podcast. I have bought two buildings and we're looking for a third building right now. I have never collected a second offering in the entirety of our church life. Never. Not once. Never collected a second offering. But we have always bought our buildings. We have financed our missions. Okay? We have done our projects without collecting a second offering. Okay? Bakit? The hell God provides. I'm not saying I'm against these people who are collecting second offerings. I'm just telling you I don't do pledges. Why? Because according to statistics, only around 20% of the pledges comes in. Okay? So why will I do that? It's not effective. The big question now is, how do we get back to our faith DNA? Udang-una. Faith at its roots is based on words. These are not just words. These are words of truth. They are reliable words, which means they are spoken with the intent of keeping them. Okay? Kaya nga, balik tayo doon sa Romans 10.17. Faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. There is only one foundation for our faith, the living Word of God, the living and energetic Word of God. Now, we should come to the point na we are one with our words and our actions. Once this is achieved, you don't think faith anymore. Your mind will now only think of what needs, of, your, your mind will now only think of the need and his ability to meet those needs. Halimbawa, Pagka meron nagkasakit, ang nasa isip ko agad, by stripes we are healed. Kaya nga, uh, halimbawa po, ito'y, ito'y uh, good news. Yung pong uh, mga anak ko po, lahat sila nung isinilang, merong allergy. Diba? Uh, sa lahik, sa pamilya ko po, wala kaming allergy. We eat everything that moves. You know? Yung pamilya, yung misis ko po, meron silang mga allergy. Binibiro ko nga ang misis ko, pag sumipon sila, nauuspital ka agad. 
their faith is in doctors and hospitals, not in God, actually, when they were growing up. But as, you know, masakit ang ulo mo, batukan ka lang ng tatay mo, galing ka na. You know? Katamaran lang yan, sabi ng tatay ko. Now, this is this is what happened. Nung isilang po lahat ng anak ko may allergy. Bawal kumain ng ganto, bawal kumain ng ganyan. Now, pwede kong sabihin ganyan, o oh, nasa lahi ng miso kasi. Napasa sa mga anak ko. Well, I don't receive that. Kayong mga magulang, tatanggapin niyo po ba na yung mga anak niyo ang makakain lang matsyakaw? Abay, nakakalungkot naman yan. Iniisip ko lahat nakakain ko. Papaw na lang pag magre-restaurant kami ng pamilya ko. Lahat kinakain ko, sila walang makain. Abay, that is a sad thing. So I told my wife, hey listen, Ann, before you got born again, you are with your dad. Now that you are born again, you are with me. You are now under my protection. Okay? Sabi ko ganoon, we don't accept sickness and disease in this house. So anong ginawa ko sa mga anak ko? I pray for them. I lay hands on them. Even when they're sleeping, I pray for them. Pero hindi lang po ganon. I start feeding them what they are allergic to. <laughs> Ngayon, pumalapong kayong panang patay, huwag niyong gagawin to, okay? Unti-unti. Halimbawa, bawal kumain ng mani. Papakainin ko ng peanut butter. Okay? So they started having hives. Pagka nagkaroon ng hives, titigilan ko. Bawal sa itlog. Papakainin ko ng itlog. Yan. Pag nagkaka-hypes, titigilan ko. After some time, papakainin ko uli. Until they overcome all their allergies. Wala po akong anak na mayroong allergy. Okay? Now listen. While they were young, eh naglakihan na po. Yung pong pangalawa kong anak, si John, eh mayroong asthma. Okay? Well, nung pong bata po yan, protected yan dahil I use my faith because I'm his father. Eh, lumaki na. Naborn again na. Okay? Nag-Bible school pa nga. Well, one day I talked to my son, John. Sabi ko, John, when you were young, you have no problem with asthma because I use my faith to protect you. But now you are old. You've got to use your own faith. You cannot depend on my faith. Eh, bata pa eh, tinuturoan ko lang ng panapal tayong mga anak ko. Sabi ni John, Yes, Papa. Bay, minamantak mo minsan, inaatake ng asma yung anak ko, hindi uminom ng gamot. Ako na nagagalit. You have to, ano, you have to, to uh, uh, use your medicines. So, gagamitin niya reluctantly. But my son built his faith. Now, you know, guess what? One day he went to his doctor. And the doctor said this, John, you have no asthma. Akala ko yung asthma hindi walang 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 treatment walang walang cure yan. My son got healed 100% of asthma. He was declared medically free from asthma. He used his faith. But you see I help him build it. Okay? And I don't want him to rely on my faith. Okay? Kaya nga po yung mga anak ko pagka pagka merong merong pangailangan, let's pray about it. You know, sometimes they will come home with bad grades. Uh, they will have a C, they will have a D, and sometimes they are being given a threat to have an F. Mamalungkot yung mga anak ko, lalapit sa akin. Papa, I'm very sorry, I have a C. Sasabihin ko sa kanila, why, you like C? Sasabihin ng mga anak ko, no, Papa. And I will tell them, change it! Use your faith, change it! 
and we do everything and they change it. Sasabihin ng mga anak ko, Papa, paano mo babago yung C? Talk to your teacher. Magmakaawa ka sa teacher mo. Sabihin mo, Ma'am, anong gagawin ko para mabago tong grade to? And you know what? Their teachers agree. And and we we receive everything in my family by faith. But that is from the very beginning. Okay? Hindi yung pong gumisi ako bukas, Oh, from now on, we live by faith. You have to do it one step at a time. And we really believe that God meets our needs. Kaya nga yung mga anak ko nag-aaral, lahat is scholars eh. Uh, we don't pay uh, anything because uh, we have them believe God for uh, for uh, money. In, in fact, the, the funny thing is uh, my daughter is in Northwestern University. It's one of the best universities in the U.S. Well, actually in the world, you know. Uh, nung he, she even received money. Yung mga sobra. Kasi marami siyang scholarship eh. Okay? Now, Drinking milk and eating food that meets the nutritional bodies is what makes one grow and help and be healthy. This is what meditation means actually. Yung pung to meditate on the word of God. It's regurgitating, it's like a cow chewing the cud until he gets all the nutrients. This is the same with our faith life. We need to drink milk and feed ourselves words that brings nutrients to our spirits and make it grow and be healthy. Kaya nga po tayong mga kabayan natin, mahilig kayo sa mga teleserye na panaykalokohan. Hindi kayo nagbibasa ng Biblia. Kaya minsan yung mga yung mga kababayan natin, mga misis na mahilig makinig ng mga o manood ng mga teleserye, pag-uwi ng misis, ina, ng mister inaaway. Meron kasi gurong kulasisi. Walang ginagawa yung mister. Eh bakit eh pani ang panood mo ng kalokohan eh? Yung iba sa inyo Gumok na gumok sa Facebook, chismis. Alam niyo po ba na over 90% I think of Facebook traffic is gossip? May gossip separates friends. Okay? Kaya nga, mag-ingat-ingat po tayo sa mga ginagawa natin. Ano ang ating pinapakain sa ating espirito? We always need to meditate on the Word of God. If we do, then our faith will increase. Now, I always say this and I will keep on saying this. One of the first things that the enemy will do to you and to anybody to get you out of your relationship with God is to get you away from the Word. Kaya nga, ang, ang isa po sa mga unang bagay na nangyayari sa isang tao, the moment they are under heavy fire, is they will stop reading their Bible. Para po mga relasyon, kapag hindi na niniwala ang misis na ang kanyang mister ay faithful, that doubt begins. And vice versa. Kapag hindi na niniwala ang isang mister na ang kanyang miss ay faithful, that's when the breakup begins. Okay? Kaya nga po, you, me and my wife, we believe each other. I have traveled without my wife. She traveled without me. We believe each other. We hold each other accountable. Pag tinignan nyo po ang aking telepono, di ba mayroon tayong mga record ng mga phone calls? The most phone call that I have is not with anybody else but my wife. The most number of calls. Even if I'm overseas, I communicate with my wife all the time. We feed each other with our words of love and faith and hope all the time. The same thing with our family members, with our children. 
And then after that, kapag nawala ng isang mandapalataya sa salita at sa iglesia at, at sa at sa word, accountability. Yeah. Accountability. We don't want to be held accountable by anybody anymore. O saan ka ba? Bakit wala ka sa church nung last Sunday? Ano pakialam mo sa akin? Pinapakialam ba kita? You don't want accountability anymore. Minsan, tatanungin ng mga mister, ng mga mister yung mga misis o misis yung mga mister, saan ka ba nang galing? Bakit late ka? Anong pakialam mo? Kumakain ka naman. Di ba? Tatanungin ng mga magulang yung mga anak, anak, bakit late ka? Si, si, si daddy naman. Tanda ko na, huwag mo na akong pakialaman. Bigyan mo na ako ng allowance. That means no more accountability. Okay? Kumisan yung mga magulang takot, tanungin yung mga anak. Anak, saan ka ba nang galing? Ba't kayo matatakot? Nakatira sa bahay nyo, pinapakain nyo, matatakot kayo. You see? Nawawalan tayong accountability. This is how one loses. Listen, COVID-19 even became a very convenient excuse for a lot of Christians to disobey the word concerning gathering together. And ngayon, sabi mo, nagbabasa kami ng Bibliya sa bahay. Wow! Really? Really? I highly doubt that. Why? If you are into the word, then your faith will increase. How come a lot of Christians have lost their faith in the God who heals during this COVID? Mas, di ba sabi ngayon, I watch my word to perform it. We are no longer watching for God to perform His word. We are now watching for the news. Anong sinabi ng Surgeon General? Anong sinabi ng Secretary of Health? Anong sinabi ng Pangulo? Anong sinabi ng ng uh, barangay captain? Mas pinapan- We are now watching words of men. We are no longer watching the word of God. That's how much we deteriorate. Now Jesus taught us in the parable of the sower is the parable of hearing and doing the word of God. That parable is actually telling us that the word has already been planted in our hearts. Okay? The sower went out to sow the seed. It has been sowed. The problem and the only question that remains is whether that word is sown in an environment that will nourish it into fruitful fruitfulness. Why? Yung kaaway po natin, he will do his best to always steal the word of God. Tapos mayroong mga persecution, mayroong mga difficulties. Okay? Kaya nga po, the word is planted in the hearts. Yung iba sa inyo, dumadalo sa church since you were young. What happened? Huwag natin papabayaan na manakaw ang salita ng Diyos sa atin. Now, ipagpapatuloy po natin yung uh, paksang ito sa ating next podcast. Okay? We will, we will uh, finish this and I encourage you, if you have questions, drop me an email at livingandenergeticword at gmail.com and I'll do my best to uh, to answer it and uh, address what your questions are and let's make it into a lively uh, discussion of the Word of God. Now, but I'll tell you this, get back into the Word of God. Hindi ko po kayang magbasa, wala akong time. Make time, okay? Not only read, meditate on it. Uh, write on your Bible. Go to church. Listen. Listen to teachings 
that are concentrated or focused on the Word of God. Tigilan niyo po yung pahikinig sa mga hindi nagtuturo ng Biblia. Yung iba sa tao, sa, sa mga tao, panelang inspirational talk, inspirational talk, panaykwento, walang word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. Okay? At uh, kapag tayo po nagpatuloy dito, ang ating panampalatay sa Diyos ay babalik. Tandaan niyo po, it's part of your DNA. Okay? And I pray to the Lord that this word that you heard today will bear much fruit in your lives. And remember this, God is now watching over this word that has been planted in your spirit. He is watching to perform it. He is waiting for you to hear and obey so that He can do what He has promised. And so, let's keep the Word of God in our hearts. Let's act on it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you, and I will see you next time.